0: Good evening and welcome to the Saturday Night WrestleManiacs Back on our normal, normal podcasting day You got the people's choice, Don Rodriguez Yeah, yeah You got the big guy, KG So, we are your undisputed, undefeated, unchallenged, unmatched, reigning and defending Universal tag team champions. See, see, we got to take over the universe. We can't do the world. We want the whole universe because we'll go on Mars and defend our titles. That's how good we are. Wow, we're
1: going to Mars. Who paying for that? Ransom?
0: I I don't know, but somebody got to pay for it. Hey, (laughs) how about Dwayne Johnson? Oh, yeah, he can afford it. He ain't doing (laughs) it.
1: Oh, man. So I guess it's uh, with a heavy heart, we might as well start the show talking about uh, the, the the passing and the loss to the wrestling community of, man, uh, former NWA, AWA, WWF, WCW champion, nine times in, in total, uh, man that did the honors to Ric Flair for his first ever World Championship reign, arguably one of the the toughest competitors in the ring. Uh, Definitely second to Jerry Lawler or before Jerry Lawler or equal to Jerry Lawler, a king of the ring. Uh, We're talking about the late, great Harley. I'm sorry, and WWE Hall of Famer, uh, Harley Race. So it's uh, definitely... uh, a big hit to uh, the wrestling community, a loss to um, what we'll call the old guard of uh, professional wrestlers that are still with us, as it was back then. Somebody that uh, put a lot of butts in the seats up in uh, the New York territories, as well as in the South and the West. But definitely uh, Harley Race has been everywhere and has wrestled the best of the best, even body slammed. Uh, a fit Andre, the Giant, <laughs> at one point on the concrete on the side. So Harley Race has been around, a straight shooter, and widely respected. Uh, he gave points and and he was uh, the subject of many WWE uh, specials and WWF specials, and and you would see him at WrestleMania and, and and stuff like that, and a lot of cons and and signing autographs and stuff. So yeah, it's definitely a, a big hit. Um, but he was able to at le- least like to believe and parted a lot of knowledge off to uh, a lot of the superstars and wrestlers that came after him
0: after he retired. Uh, one particular name that is around right now that he has a hand in training to Manso Ciampa. Mm-hmm. So his legacy will live on to through all that knew him. All that he has trained. Everybody whose life he's touched. So rest in peace to Harley Race.
1: Absolutely. So, you know, I know they'll have a nice uh, opening uh, um, package on the next Raw leading up, as well as SmackDown. And then even AEW, uh, or at least on Twitter, because I'm quite sure they've done it. In um, the ring on their televised show If they were televised And gave him a 10-bell a salute to Harley Race as well Because he impacted everybody So, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're blessed to have him Blessed to uh, be able to watch him perform And, and have some epic matches live uh, Or televised When I say we I'm talking about us, the WrestleManiacs Some of our younger folks Will have to go and visit him uh, Through the WWE Network to see some of it as well as YouTube and stuff, but to be able to sit there and watch him have some incredible matches, even be crowned King of the Ring in the WWF, you know, it was definitely a privilege to be able to see that happen in pay-per-views and sometimes to watch him wrestle live. So, uh, you know, truthfully, man, when these things happen, that's um, as when you start to think, you know, there's not a lot of, uh, as they would say to their superiors, old-timers, um, you know, but we, we still have, uh, some knowledge left around. Like we've already talked about the nature boy, Ric Flair and, uh, Gerald Briscoe and, uh, Pat Patterson and, and Bob Backlund. And, you know, I'm going with some older ones. I'm not talking about like <laughs> the Bret Hart's and stuff. They got some years on the Bretts and, and everybody else. But, uh, you know, those are some guys I know just off the top of, of, of the dome that we still have. Around in sports entertainment that are In part knowledge um, You know and it's it's uh, Still awesome that we have those guys But then you just got to Continue to celebrate not think about who's next You know that's only for Goldberg <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Not Not for uh, mortality so we, we celebrate all the people that we have Actively and Inactively you know participating in You know these autograph sessions And visits and, and uh, Being mentors at the yeah performance center or road agents or whatever they may be in uh, any facet of sports entertainment
0: <sighs> I, I just I you hate it because if you remember last week we were talk well not last week uh, was it a week before last week we were talking about Raw Reunion mm-hmm. and I say that every time we have a big show like this it makes me scared because I know we're getting ready to lose somebody yeah And unfortunately,
1: you were ominous and right. But again, at the same time, I mean, you know, 72, that's a blessing uh, to, you know, be around that long and have him that long. So 76, 76. I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, That's yeah. So he got a little bit extra in there then. Yeah. You know, that that, that's pretty strong considering the the generations that he came through. Uh, When it comes down to how heavy they were hitting. And the philosophy, but again, that makes you wonder. Looking at everything that Harley Reese has come through from that that, that forging, and same thing with nature boy Ric Flair, and then you look at all the injuries we have now. It's like, I wonder, are we baby in the new generation? Or are we uh, doing the right thing? Because those guys, I mean, you know, it's already more than well documented. Ric Flair came back from a broken back. And mm-hmm. then they're like, yeah, take that brace off and start taking these bumps, kid. <laughs> like, what? Mm-hmm. You know, today's medicine, man, you'd have been on the sheet, but probably would never would have wrestled again.
0: They Robbie's said, up. yeah, you know, you're
1: about to calcify up. You need to limber up and just go ahead and start uh, hitting the ropes. From an airplane crash. So airplane boy, crash. <laughs> concussions, not saying that, that's a bad thing, but concussion, like, nope, you're on the shelf for a couple weeks. So it's like, are we... You know, that's one thing we got to look at in, in the sports entertainment industry. Is it better now or are they, you know, a little bit more babied, I guess, or 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 handheld? I don't know. That's just a, a weird thought that just popped into my head because it's it, like so literally it's amazing. You know, from the 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 the, the hard hitting strong style, because, you know, he's been all over the place that Harley Race has been a part of and catches catch can and. And, you know, traditional Re- Greco-Roman and, you know, all those different bumps, bruises and, and everything stretching, you know, that, that could have been done as he wrestled the hearts. And, and you know, the folks in uh, Japan and stuff like that, man, to still be around 76, to, to make it this far and still have an impact and be able to perform at that high level like he was doing, that that's incredible.
0: Absolutely, indeed. I'm, it's just it's pieces upon pieces of our early childhood and childhood period that are starting to. Uh, I'm not going to say die off. I'll say fade away because legends never die. Right. And hey, appreciate them while they're here. Yep. Give them flowers while they're here. Don't don't wait until it's all said and done and. Video, video tribute. Right. <laughs> you know, he, he
1: was alive for the Hall of Fame,
0: which some there's some folks that we
1: wish could have enjoyed uh that opportunity to be honored uh while they're with us. Uh so you know, that's, that's one thing I'm happy about. I mean he, he lived a full life. And uh, I agree with uh whole Harley with what you're saying. But you know, in my opinion, out of everybody, you know, you know, Harley race is definitely up there, but I think there's only two people that truthfully, the WWE show would stop for and it would just have to be a video tribute show and that would be fine maybe with one match and I think that's uh, Vincent Kennedy and Ric Flair mm-hmm. Agreed I, You know, and when I say I like AEW, you know, Raw, SmackDown, uh, TNA uh, AAA New Japan, everywhere Like that, that's you know, that, that's that level of respect that um is, is worthy, even though Vince would say you better not stop that show. <laughs> but you know, have one match on there so that way it still is the longest episodic, uh televised the uh I think that'd be two times that it would stop the show.
0: Agreed. I can't, I can't, I, 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 I got no Not argument. that we trying to that, have the show
1: stop. No, Have anything no. happen anytime soon, but just, you know, these no. times you think about those type of things and uh, it's like, yeah, that would be the only two times the genetic jackhammer and uh, the naked one <laughs> would woo, uh, stop the show, but we don't need what? any show stop any anytime soon.
0: Not anytime soon, because I tell you right now, I think y'all might have to put me in an in insane asylum if something happens to Rick Flair. Like I think I would oh, yeah. lose my you know what. Oh yeah I'm taking it I'm calling out on that one.
1: For real. That that is a national day of mourning right there. Same and thing with Vincent Kennedy That's a national day like I can't come in today.
0: For real. It's it's only a handful of people outside of family that I feel that way about. And one is George former Georgetown coach John Thompson, Rick Flair uh, jeez. I had Christopher Reeve because that broke me, man.
1: That's Superman. <laughs> Superman, yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> that Superman is like, oh my god, that that hit home. Macho hit home.
0: Yeah, uh, you know what? Hard. When they announced his death, I was at work, yeah, and so I heard I. it on the radio, and I I, I sat in a parking lot of a Shell gas station, and. My supervisor, who knew I was a big wrestling fan, he called me. He says, Are you okay? You want the rest of the day off? I said, I think I might have to take the rest of the day. I'm done anyway. I was gone. I didn't, that was the first weekend that I didn't work in maybe like three, four months because I had worked so many days straight and I just, I took off. I was like, I can't do this.
1: Yep. And he adjusted the 2K, uh, you know, video and he did a couple, mm-hmm. of com- I mean, those commercials were epic. Those that forgot about, the Macho Man and his promo prowess were reminded during those 2K promos, man. I mean, he was just cutting stuff. It was like, oh, my God, this is just straight gold right now. Why are y'all not bringing him back? Why? I mean, we know he's been back at TNA and stuff like that several times, but why has WWE not made that phone call? But yeah, that that, that was a, that was definitely a rough one. And then, yeah. you know, that, you know, it was a stop in, a, you know, back then... Even though the conspiracy is still there for that Chris Benoit situation, yeah, because Lord so, knows I was a you know a huge, and I still am a, a, a big fan of the Benoit character, and he, his move set is always number one
0: and no mercy and
1: WCW and SmackDown versus Raws and and stuff
0: like that. How many technical wrestlers do you have? I mean, it's not many. That are technical wrestlers that Still compete now Everybody's more flashy Nobody's really technical Like a Benoit Like a Malenko Most of the guys that came out of the dungeon In Canada So When it comes to Chris Benoit Chris Benoit the wrestler We don't know Chris Benoit the person Yep We know Chris Benoit the wrestler So
1: Yeah And by technical we mean Like if you watch Bret Hart and you see him throw a punch uh, in, in his prime, that is one motion, one fluid motion. His entire body is moving simultaneously at the same time. I know it may look like, oh, he just threw a punch, but just watch it, even in the, the raw intros, because you can see Stone Cold was uh, doing a great uh, attempt at matching him when they were doing that rooftop raw entrance, and you see them throwing the punches back and forth. And it's just like, almost like Rock'em and Sock'em and Robots, where it was just like, one motion that one counter motion, you know, that is as technical and as clean as you can get. And that's one thing I always appreciate about Bret Hart. It was no deliberate motion in that ring. And Chris Benoit is the same way. I mean, I know Brock loves suplex city, but I would put Chris Benoit's belly to back up against Brock all day long. And Benoit would beat him hand over fist. Brock may have the power to, to, to send you flying. But when Benoit popped them hips, and no offense to Kurt <laughs> Angle either, you know, and did you hear him go, whoo, and just lift that fool up like, oh, my God, and just bow. If you didn't have a concussion, then you need to go find one at the store, buy it, and then apply it so that way you had one. <laughs> that's, that's how clean, you know, and, and impactful it is. And, and then everything else, you know, that flying headbutt, I, I swear, I thought he killed himself every time he did it. You know, if he would have done it in these day and age, the NFL would have called and said, "Hey, can you stop this guy? For real, we're getting worried. We'll give him a helmet or something. There's something needs to happen between the time to get up on that top rope and he he connect. There's a disconnect here, so the, the NFL would have called for that. But you know, all we can do, <laughs> like you said, is uh, you know, thankfully we have the WWE network. Thankfully we have YouTube, and you know, other. Opportunities and those of us that are old generation that still have DVDs or VHS tapes with a V8 uh, VCR to play the VHS tapes on Uh, VHS tapes on, you know, we have those things that really go back and just enjoy some of uh, those momentous things. So that's enough about that. Let's talk about the future of the WWE uh, and the future depending on how the storyline is going to work, is going to be born in about nine months and come out as the co 24-7, 365, I-95, I-85, 350 on uh, high heat champion. (laughs) So Maria got pregnant and became champion. That's some interesting storyline telling. It's fresh. I said, you know, when I came up with it that I don't see why any and everybody couldn't. I didn't think about anybody with child, but
0: you know, I'm cool with it. Yeah. yeah. um, But who's going to, and that's the question, who's going to pin her? I
1: thought it was going to be Braun. I thought Braun was going to pick her up and lay her, lean her flat on her back and then just holding her, put his finger on her head and count. You know, the ref would count. I thought something like that was going to happen, but the only person to take the belt off of her, where I could see it safely, is going to be Mike. So I think this is how they may be setting up the storyline. And then uh, Mike is going to pin her, maybe while she's sleeping or something. I don't know, and because he's fed up with her. And then as soon as he walks out, loses the belt. <laughs> something, something like that is the only thing I can think of. Because even with the, I mean, she can't have any contact. No. Unless really? she, uh, the problem is, how would she be laid down? That that's that's the problem. You know, how would you lay her back? Because you can't have. I mean, a women's restroom, they could pin her, but how would you lay her back safely to get in that position? Unless she's sun tanning or something like that. You know, how how, how would that work out?
0: That's a good one, because uh, I don't even know. Because <laughs> you, you can't truly pin her. You're going to have to kind of like drape yourself over her. But it, it, that's going to be a tough one.
1: Yeah. So we'll see. All I'm hoping for, though, is to have some more I mean, they're taking great pictures with, you know, showing the bell uh, with Maria sleeping next to their other child or showing Maria sleeping next to the title and Mike saying it's already taking my my spot. But uh, I want to see more our truth level stuff, you know? Yeah. On a side note, Drake Maverick's wife Renee, I'm still trying not to go there, man. They keep putting her in these positions. Now she got uh, her wrestling gear on out there. In the ring, like y'all need to stop. I'm trying not to objectify right now. I'm really—it's tr- <laughs> becoming e- extremely hard to not have. I mean, he's just got married. I mean, they—they they haven't allegedly consummated, so technically they wouldn't be married. So maybe my thoughts aren't that bad. But really, don't need to stop with that man for real. I, I can't keep seeing her in these positions.
0: Now, speaking of 24 twenty-four-seven cha- championships. Excuse me. You know who has a problem with it? Who's that? Booker T. And what?
1: what's Booker's issue?
0: Oh, man. Now, he said this on his own podcast. He says, I have a wrestling promotion, Reality of Wrestling. So I don't know. You have to go to the senses of the WWE universe and ask what they think about having a title on the show. My thing is, titles do have a meaning behind them. They do have some relevancy. And at the end of the day, You want it to mean something. So I'm just trying to figure out where they're going after the Raw reunion. I'm searching for its meaning. Talking about the nine title changes that night of Raw reunion. And he he says that, you know, it's great that R-Truth and Drake Maverick got the comedic effect, but it shouldn't be reserved for a championship. And he said back in the day, we always like to have fun. We always went out on a weekly basis, especially me with me and Gold Dust. and the people are going to do are doing it. So you have to make you make it as real as you can. And I think if we don't do that, we get lost in what it is that we're trying to accomplish. So he thinks that. The 24 seven championship, it's not. Very serious because it's attached to a championship And even with the hardcore title The 24-7 rule was in effect there And it wasn't It it, it was a lot of comedic effect In that because when especially With uh, Crash Holly And when he was the champion His little behind was trying to hide Anywhere so nobody would pin him Yeah but they also had
1: You know Segmented matches That were hardcore so, yeah. I mean, it it was more of a regimented thing. It was more of a, a reoccurring title in reference to the hierarchy of what you had to work through, even in the video games. You know, you got the hardcore title, then you took the hardcore title and defended it, and then you had the opportunity to get to the U.S. or or the I.C., depending on what path, and so on and so forth. It was part of the path of uh, direction to get towards the, the heavyweight championship. But in my... Conceptualization if that's a word Of the 24-7 It was meant to be a championship And you can reply to Booker T on this Because I, I don't know if he said on Twitter Or if he posted that on Twitter or not So um, you probably know how to get into it, it But you know the people's Choice. Don Rodriguez came up with the idea For it to be a means to showcase The other superstars that are not Actively on since they are not Calling up everybody to create mm-hmm. the Storylines so Given and it's doing what it's what it's supposed to do what or they're doing what i said (laughs) you know having our truth our truth just elevated to a whole nother level it wasn't just something that yeah we're gonna do this like we got the wild card rule and nobody's taking the wild card rule and blowing it up to epic proportions where it's the most looked for thing out of the entire three hours of raw no our truth took this in my infancy of creation and elevated it to something that you want to see because of the entertainment fact, because it is sports entertainment of the
0: uh-huh. entertainment
1: factor. Drake Maverick picked up on that and he added another facet of the entertainment factor of, you know, baby, I want you back or I need you. And then R2 took it to, I want my baby back. And now that they're finally getting into everybody else getting the belt, look how many people had the championship. Titus O'Neil was the last time he had a belt. Um, uh, you know, was Maria Now and and Kelly Kelly and and uh, Bat, Bat I'm sorry Gerald Briscoe, uh, Bat Patterson and and uh, ooh, who else got it that night? Uh, Alundra Blaze, uh, I mean, so many people that had the opportunity to touch it. The Hurricane uh, to have a, a championship. Um, I thought they were going to give it to Drake's wife, but they didn't go uh, that way for you know that uh any long period of time. But you have people that, that have an opportunity to do something. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing Zach Ryder have it for a while and then he walks around with that and then bring back his uh internet championship belt. Mm-hmm. Hell, I wouldn't mind I know it's going to sound crazy and controversial. I wouldn't mind there being a special guest announcer one time and it'd be Taz. Taz chokes out the person with the Kata Hajime and then the next thing you see is Taz with the, the 24-7 and the FTW belt. Huh. It, it's, it was, in my opinion, when I created it, um, meant to be a way to showcase so that way everybody could have something. And that was just another tier of a title. But it, because it changed so much and it was always in rotation, you could do whatever you want with it, have whoever you want to be champion. Like I said, even the referees, even Lillian Garcia, you know, anybody, but it, it's just given something extra. And then you can have, you know, true on matches like they, they did on Monday, where you had everybody around in a, what they called it a mosh pit, basically a, a daggone gauntlet match. I mean, not gauntlet, a, a lumberjack match. And then after that, what happened? The title or the, 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 the stay on the, um, the hold on the rules of the 24 7 part went back into effect. And then, boom now everybody can vie for it again. So you have the match, but you could win, but now you have to escape with what you just won. So it's just adding another feel composed to everything else because now no matter how it looks, you could go ahead and and branch it off. So I think it's, for what I designed it for, doing what it's supposed to do. Just something extra. They still need another championship. Exactly. It's not meant to be the alternative to the, the heavyweight championship. But it's meant to be that championship that if you can get it and you can hold on to it, you know, nobody's had it for a month consecutively. So every, you know, you strive to be, once you get that Miz, that's like, I'm the longest reigning 24 seven champion of all time. Hell, I wouldn't mind seeing Brock Lesnar win the belt. And then as soon as that happens, you see everybody in the back. We're not going to see Brock for three weeks. He's not going to be back for three months. Da, 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 da. And then you turn right around and say, don't worry. I know where his farm is. Or they 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 torture Paul Heyman to figure out his address. And then they go to the farm and do a, a Hardy-esque type of uh, match out there on the farm. And they go to Suplex City. And you could build it up and have road signs made, now entering Suplex City and stuff like that. And then you find Brock and then you have a match in a bar or something You know you could do all kind of crazy Stuff like that You know that that that's That's my 24 7 cents of it
0: Yeah I, You know what You're absolutely right because Anything you say About said 24 7 Championship is right because That's your baby Mhm. So I'm just Godfather. I was just there. Well, I'm glad you were there,
1: and you didn't t- <laughs> and you didn't reach out and give any high fives. No, 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 no. No tagging. Because that that have been uh like um you know this is weird, right? <laughs> Speaking of high fives, King returned to Memphis uh, on SmackDown and played the middleman. Um for setting up the Trish versus Charlotte match at SummerSlam?
0: Hey. That's all I can say.
1: Yeah, that's and that was my curiosity. It's like, how do you feel? Not, I got nothing against Trish Stratus, still. You know, arguably one of the best uh, female performers, period. But what are we getting out of it? What is it accomplishing? Is it just a way to still get some of that star power for somebody that could make the reunion and stuff, and still are they trying to? The new folks is sprinkling in the legends a little bit more often, because Lord knows Undertaker just signed a nice long, lucrative deal, which we knew he ain't going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's a lot more T-shirts and bones and all this stuff that that can be done. So, what what are we? What what is it setting up? Because Charlotte doesn't need the rub.
0: No. I, I I can't even tell you what it's setting up. It's God, I hate to say this. But I'm gonna have to say it. It's like WWE holds on to the past so much, but the future's so bright, but they just can't let the past go. And hopefully praying here before SummerSlam comes okay Trish is attacked and you got somebody like a Shayna Baszler that has to fill in for Trish or Bianca Belair one of the ladies down at NXT Io Shirai somebody has to come in and fill in for Trish to say hey this is getting ready to bring the next crop up we are in good hands
1: yeah now, I mean, I'm okay with Trish doing it. My my thing is I just hope that they are taking the time to really put the work in and rehearse it. I know that sounds bad. Sorry. Um, but I really want it to be smooth and as natural as it can be without her being in co- you know, constant ring shape, which is expected. We're not expecting her to come in and you know, be able to uh, pull a Kurt Angle. But I really want it to be a good match because it's Trish Stratus. She's had phenomenal matches. Uh And I don't want it to be... I know Charlotte's going to make her look good, but I want it to look good from both sides. I want it to be a universal good match. Now, what I know will be a universal good match, and I was skeptical about this, We'll jump uh, a little bit from the plan. Uh, is Becky Lynch versus Natalia? When Natalia won, I was like, oh, okay, looks like Natty's gonna, you know, do what she normally does and Becky's gonna go over. But this feud that's not really happening on Twitter, which is good, it's really happening on air, is really interesting now. I am happy with Becky being heelish. But still getting a pop to where the fans will not acknowledge any part of the heel. And Natty really, really tapping into the heart of what it was like when Bret Hart was heel. Even though she's really not heel. But when Bret was a bad guy, quote unquote, it was, man, you really wanted to just go out and burn a Canadian flag at some point. Because he really made you dislike him and like him at the same time. He really just drove it in. And then the rest of the heart foundation right there just put it all together. And and that's the same vibe I'm getting from Natty, even though she's not healed, But she's tapping into that edge that I've wanted to see from her for a long time to match Becky. Which I think she's doing a good job of pacing and balancing out. Not too many people can go up to Becky Lynch's level and and match it to where this has the potential, if done right, if if, if the story that they tell right could be the match of Summerslam, that could lead to Survivor Series, and Becky could have a new rival that's not Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. And I was not expecting that from Natalya. No offense. I was not expecting to get this from Natalia because I didn't think Natty had that gear in her anymore. I wish she did, because I'm a Natty fan. But,
0: man, I- I'm I'm happy. You, you know what? When-, when when you see Natty going against uh, Becky, you-, you think maybe she just get ready to put her over, but the swerve. We may be hit with the swerve on this one. Natty may become champion because it's the same thing with uh, Rhonda. She's white hot, but people are tired of seeing her as champion. Not saying that's the case with Becky, but Becky working towards getting the title versus Becky with the title, even though she's kicking everybody's behind. I just let her lose it be without it for a couple of months, take a hiatus, her and Seth go get married. uh, And then they both come back and win the championship again. Yeah.
1: Now, you do have to give credit where credit is due. And I know you're going to like what I'm about to say. But the only reason why people – well, a good part of the reason why people got tired or or wasn't feeling Rhonda as much as it was – which still made great storytelling and helped drive it in the right direction as all thanks to Nia Jax. Because Becky, like we talked about it before, was made after that nose punch. Yeah. So if that wouldn't have happened, then we wouldn't have got the, the level of, of performance and, and what's what, realism and genuinism that we got from Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch because that just elevated to a level that nobody was thinking back then because they weren't main eventing Wrestlemania back then Mm -mm. now uh uh uh, Ronda could have with somebody
0: but it may not have been with Becky Lynch and you know something (laughs) we talk about it but uh it, it boosted Becky with the face punch, but it vilified Naya even more. Mm-hmm. And I, I hate that because I'm like, okay, oh, well, she's always injuring somebody. Things happen. I, I've never heard of Naya Jax purposely injuring another female because she's reckless or anything like that. I've never heard that before.
1: But you see backstage videos and on 24s and, and Chronicles of how people are saying, yeah, and the first one there, like um, uh, Alexa Bliss, you know, Nia was there and she was my rock and she did this and that for me, you know. You hear those things, Mm -hmm. but you're not hearing oh, she's malicious and stuff. Like you said, it happens, but that's why I'm giving credit where credit is due. It may have been something, but that made that moment. Same thing with, you know, bleeding. We don't want anybody to bleed anymore on TV and two superstars of epic proportions, Bret Hart and Stone Cold. Yeah. They're like, yeah, you know, we're going to do this, right? Okay. <laughs> and then what What do we have on there? How many WWE leading videos? How many, even this is, you know, don't try this at home, but you see Stone Cold, the blood flowing down Stone Cold Steve Austin's face. How many uh-huh. images that we seen over and over and over, you know, get the, get the F out when they were doing that, uh, that promotion saying that they were switching to WWF and the attitude error and all these things going on and you saw someone cold bleeding. Great image. Told the story more than it could tell. Same thing with anybody uh, getting thrown off the case that we don't know about and the table needs to be gimmick. Before that, if it wasn't for Foley saying throw me off, (laughs) we wouldn't have Hell in a Cell pay-per-views. You wouldn't have elimination chambers at the level of. So sometimes it it may not have been what you wanted, but what you got was a blessing that paid dividends that, you know, it always needs to be said. I know Becky's thing was done partially in kayfabe and stuff like that. But truthfully, you know, I would love to one day hear her say, you know, if it wasn't for Naya busting me nose and me, having the 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 wherewithal and and the the fortitude and and the understanding that even in my subconscious that this is an epic moment I need to run with it man I wouldn't be where I am I wouldn't be in the hall of fame I wouldn't right. be on Stoke Cole's new show I wouldn't be doing this I wouldn't be the man the man became a man that day and that that's what that is all about. So, speaking of the man, now I want to ask you on another level about a particular superstar. And I'm going to pose a question to you like this. Do you think with this current storyline that Dolph Ziggler, Dolph Ziggler is breaking away from being an HBK
0: clone? Yes. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Because if you look at it, I mean that's all he was. That's that's all he. And when he had uh, Vicky, Vicky was basically uh, his Sherry Martell, Mm -hmm. his sensational Sherry. That's basically was it. So, and now with this storyline, you're seeing a lot more from him. And I'm actually in love, loving it so. Yeah, it's definitely breaking him away from it.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, equally excited, but at the same time, I really want to see Dolph Ziggler as Dolph Ziggler. Like, who are you? Because I think the show off is great, Mm -hmm. but you don't need the super kick. Let it be. You don't need to wear the same boot style as HBK. And we talked about this last year early. Let it be. Um, everything else that can be built around it, he can do. It's not a problem. But you need to create your own. I wouldn't mind him going. I know he does his comedy and stuff like that. Going to get some some creative research in New Japan. Going to get some creative research in AAA. And, you know, honing a a new style, coming back as a new flavor. And speaking of coming back, welcome back, Fandango. Um, (laughs) Everybody, Fandango! I would like to see him come back in that fashion. Because it's alleged that he's going to face HBK at SummerSlam. But I want to see, if he loses, I want to see that break him and he leaves and comes back later. If he wins, I want to see him shed it because now I'm better than you. I don't need to emulate you. You need to emulate what I'm going to become. You know, something like that. But, yeah, but I I can still do without it. Yeah, cuz if he doesn't have that worked out then he's going to be mid Carter again doing a, an angle, you know, with Alistair Black or something. And Allison Black's going to black mask him and then we move on. So, you know, that, that's pretty much how that's going to shake if it's not worked out. But I'm glad that you're in agreement with, with the same understanding as well that, yeah, we need to get Dolph. Cool dude, though, because he was at, you know, the conference uh, last year. He's real chill. But Dolph, really. We need you to be you so to speak
0: but it's like the slim shady effect with a real Dolph Ziggler please stand up do we even know who the real him is Mm-hmm. so
1: and speaking of yeah. real uh, very soon once uh, uh, the Fox thing happens with Smackdown Live it is uh, heavily expected that the hard brand extension will be returning and that the wild card rule will, will be dissipated and it will go back to worlds colliding like it was back in. I believe that was 2005 when we had SmackDown versus Raw first come out. Mm-hmm. Um, and those that are on SmackDown will be on SmackDown and those that are on Raw will be on Raw. And that's your show. And what I mean by that is Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff, that's your show. So tell your story. No stories will be crossing party lines unless you're hitting pay per view and stuff like that. And then next year, the draft should hopefully be back to what it used to be, being a draft and a reboot and a restarting of storylines, so that way you can make them make sense. So how do you feel about that, sir? Because I'm excited for it being... Warfare between brands. The heck with AEW. Let them grow and do their thing.
0: SmackDown versus Raw versus NXT is the fight. And you know what? That's when wrestling, to be quite honest, was its most fun. Because when it came down to Survivor Series, you had the five best that weren't champions uh, against The five best on five best on Raw, five best that are not holding any current titles Mm -hmm. on SmackDown, and you know that was true Survivor Series. Yep, and it it it, it went and it worked well. I wanted to go back to that. That'll be nice.
1: Yep. Even when they had that big old beef uh, on ECW One Night Stand, you still had Raw and SmackDown T-shirts, so it, it it was prevalent at that point. So we need to figure out who's running NXT. That would be the the quote unquote face of that direction. Not that it needs any changes, but I think you need to have a face like you have Bischoff, like you have um, Heyman. Is it going to be HBK? So that way, when you have those three entities in the same room, wearing a NXT, like Sean, you know, wearing uh, red for Heyman, having a red tie or a raw tie. And, Bischoff wearing a blue shirt uh, under his uh, leather jacket, hopefully uh, you know, all those things together and all those guys together. I think that those are the conversations that I would like to have a table for three on after WrestleMania, you know, the the, the influencers table for three, hint, hint, take that idea, WWE. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you get those things out of it, but uh, I'm excited for a, a, a true brand extension. I'm excited for a true draft. I'm hoping that that will lead to those guys looking at NXT saying, you know we're going to be pulling up talent immediately for both shows because I know they understand the the the, the purpose of telling great stories. And for who we have in current storylines, we've told those stories multiple times. Only in situations like when Natalia, who's somebody that's been a, a supporting role for so long, that, you know, now she's getting the opportunity to to show what she's got again. And um, you know, maybe a, a heel Dolph Ziggler or something, uh, going and teaming with uh Hawkins and Ryder and they become their own little stable or something like you know, those type of things. Those are those one offs. But everybody else, we pretty much seen everybody go up against everybody. So if yeah. you don't give us the, the new, then AEW is gonna give you the fresh.
0: Hmm. Mm. Food for thought. Yeah, and you know what's gonna happen? Two weeks, that table for three is gonna be up. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be filmed next week and <laughs> be available the week after. <laughs>
1: oh, then I will once again be calling Harvey Levin. <laughs> Harvey, I know you over there talking about the People's Court. Tell Doug I said what's up. But y'all know they took that from us, right? <laughs> <laughs> Now, speaking of taking from us, this year is the most frustrating year from a video game standpoint because everybody has been playing things extremely close to the vest and releasing information and and anything late. This is the latest that we have ever had an announcement that I can recall for a WWE game, period. We talked about it. I don't know when it's happening. I don't know if it's happening. What are they doing? So now we got word on Friday that WWE 2K20 is going to have a major announcement on this upcoming Monday. Then, which I think is funny, they're saying this is going to be the most information we've ever given during an announcement. Yeah, because you're a month and a half late on the announcement. We normally find this out in, uh, I don't know, we have the commercials airing pre-E3, so at the last week of May, we know about it. We're expecting to see it at a showcase uh, for 2K or um, whomever at that point. And then, you know, we're finding out about it in the weeks after. Now I'm curious, and I want to know what your input is on who in the heck is going to be on the cover of the daggone game. This, hmm. this late in the game. Because they only got a tournament. It comes out in October, I'm quite sure, like they normally do. So this is August and September. You got two months to get people interested. That means you got one pay per view, SummerSlam, to sponsor. Uh, You know, you got a Collects Edition. Normally, the Collects Edition is the the precursor, or the person who's in the main commercial is the precursor to the Hall of Fame. So last year was uh, Kurt Angle and Seth Rollins, Uh uh, with Angle going in. Um, We've had The Warrior. We've had aforementioned um, uh, uh, Macho Man. uh, We've had Rhonda on the cover. I mean, do you think Becky is going to be the cover athlete? Now, for performance-wise for last year and Impact, I would say yes. But then, if Becky's the collector's edition, so they may cut up some ring from her WrestleMania, which I know that's what the ring is going to be. Ring's going to be WrestleMania. But... Would that make Roman Reigns the cover
0: for The Standard? I mean, what do you think? Okay, no. You got to... So, we got three covers, right? You got your, your legend cover? two. Or two. Well, it's Becky. Most definitely. That's a hard one. Uh, and I'm sorry. That's not a hard decision. That's a, a, a hard yes for Becky. Because look at her ascent in the last year and how she is white hot. You got to jump on the train. For your legend cover, that's signaling signaling what to expect at the Hall of Fame. I'm going to say it. I know it's not true, but in my heart of hearts, it would make that game fly off the shelf. Owen Hart. Yeah, but you know and I not going to happen, so give another name.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying that to be disrespectful. I'm just saying that because it should be – all day long. We talked about it many times, but it's not happening. Yeah, uh, that, That's too many hoops because that, that's if you sign it off uh, from Owen's wife for him to be uh, the headliner in the game, then you're also signing off for everything that goes with it, which posthumously it, it's going to be into the Hall of Fame. That's just what happens because I know Vince to yeah. put that in the contract. you gonna look at 2K and be like, yeah, you need to put that in the uh, legal jargon. Just as part of what goes on. I'm telling you, that's what Vince would do. And next thing look what do you mean? The Hall of Fame is in the contract. Did you read that when you signed it for the video game? But that's a video game, no. But you read the contract, and then all you gotta do is reference. Look at the track record of what's been happening. Legend appears in the game. Legend's going into the Hall of Fame. Those two things rhyme, and they go together. But it wouldn't be as much as I would like it to be. Wouldn't be Owen, but who else?
0: You know, we had Ric Flair. Had Ric Flair. And that, that one flew off the shelves too. Uh do you think geez. it would be Goldberg? No. I mean, you've had the Undertaker. All right. We've had Hogan. Have you have you had Stone Cold?
1: Not in a, a collector's edition that would give you like like they did last year with a pop or well Hogan had a pop. I mean uh, last year was um the plaque. With a piece of the ring. I'm sorry, a piece of uh, Ric Flair's robes. Um, So, no. And then uh, before that, we had the the C-Nuff edition. With a 15-year anniversary of John Cena that came with the exclusive action figure. And I'm looking at that right now in my living room. (laughs) It's a cool-looking box. Uh, So... Uh, mm, yeah, I, I don't know, man. And then there's also that assumption or thought that, uh, because, um, oh gosh, she's you know not there so much, I'm brain farting on her name. Help me with it. Uh, purple hair that was laying on the floor wanting
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> um, 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 Sasha Banks,
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Sasha Banks, um was doing some video work at 2K studios and uh, or some work at 2K studios. So is she maybe the, which I wouldn't agree with because I think it should be Becky or was she just there doing mocap? Cesaro has been, I don't know, for the most part, pretty regular because he did the mocap for a lot of these moves the past couple years. Um, for entrances and, and you know move sets and stuff like that. Uh, okay. How about this, Eddie Guerrero? Yep. Yep. I mean, even though he's already in the Hall of Fame, but yep. 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 <laughs> Hands down. Yep. I agree with that. We did not even got to worry about it no more. Come on, two K. Come through with it. Viva la raza please be
0: because it's women china i don't know if they're gonna go there it would jump off the shelves Mm, i don't know i don't think
1: what i know i would buy it but i don't think it's gonna jump off the shelves as much because you gotta think about the current you know younger kids and i mean not a lot it's it's not for us, it's a no-brainer. For them back in the day, no. I mean, for for the newer era, maybe
0: not. Hmm. Okay. <sighs>
1: but, I mean, you know, we've got technically a day and some change to find out. And then uh, we'll, we'll see exactly what the deal is. Thankfully, I'll be at work, so that way, once it becomes pre-orderable, I'll be pre-ordering it. Um, whatever the collect edition is, hopefully, if it's good, because Lord knows, Call of Duty came through for me this year. They came through with uh, the the uh, night vision goggles collect edition. Yeah, buddy. So we'll see <laughs> if, if it's worth it. Because I didn't get the the Nakamura one. Uh, no offense, Shinsuke, but yeah, it wasn't. Calling out to me to drop $100 for that one um, I just need to get my accelerator At that point Which is what I did for the deluxe edition
0: And that was that But Wait 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 You know what What's they that? could do <laughs> Since they didn't do it last year I mean I got a list of legends I can throw on this cover But If we want to go old school Bruiser Brody yeah, what well, they could, I mean, they get
1: AEW and do a Dusty Rhodes.
0: <laughs> oh, and you know what? If you go through X amount of matches and win X amount of championships, you unlock the whole AEW roster. But that's just me trying to make everybody have money, <laughs>
1: heaven forbid, right? Heaven forbid. <laughs> but speaking of
0: just get along, of
1: AEW, shout out, kudos, congratulations. On selling out the Capital One Arena on uh, only day, tickets went on sale for their first show on October second. Go DC for uh, phoning in and showing the power of uh, fresh talent and the road's name and the potential. And I know Chris Jericho is going to take credit for it, but uh, <laughs> or maybe uh, John Moxley will take credit since he'll be facing uh, Kenny Omega, I believe, on uh, that show. But and, or maybe it's the fact that. Uh, Karma will be become or Sorry karma for WWE folks Awesome Kong For everybody else Hopefully will become the first AEW women's champion Because I know it'll be riding in the streets I love your Brandy and your pictures But um, yeah you better not become champion Because that'd be nepotism to the nth degree On that one But uh, I think Awesome Kong definitely Deserves it and she's also a Netflix star So that's a win win For brand recognition and all that stuff But, yeah, October 2nd.
0: Yeah, and of course they didn't even know available. I'm quite sure that always happens. I'm hoping I'm hoping because I didn't even know tickets had went on sale yet.
1: I saw it. But then uh, it' so much going on with Madden NFL Madden Uh, this week, (laughs) having the superstar edition and then prepping for that to Madden proper and, and then the Call of Duty announcement. It was just so much going on. Now, when I looked up, it was like, oh it's, fr- oh, it's sold out. Well, God dang, great job, but God dang. you know, Normally, I'm on top of that thing, but uh, we still need to see the rest of the touring schedule. So we'll see what comes from that. But I know uh, there'll be a way. There'll be some more tickets open, so just hold tight. If they sell out that quick, we all know, and I'll just throw the throwback term, the MCI Center always has a way of getting uh, some more butts in the seats.
0: Yeah. And then if it sells out out like that in this area, you know what the next stop has to be. Be more all day. Of course. And speaking of Be more, big ups to Be more and one of your native sons, Gervente Tank Davis, with that epic knockout Mm -hmm. last week. Despite what some people say about the city of Baltimore lovely place i love going up there to party with the folks in my redskins jersey just to have a, it's a conversation piece and i i love it and being from dc they welcome me with open arms
1: now if dc would do the
0: opposite then we'd be good but you know. <laughs> see you got to come you got to come on into dc but you got to be the yeah. right people because i i welcome you with open arms i mean look i understand you want a chicken box But we got this five wings and fries. I understand you want hot sauce. We got this mumbo sauce. Come on now. Hot sauce in that chicken box, man. (laughs) man, Stop playing around with me. Stop playing
1: around with me. How is it
0: that 25, 30 miles apart and the lingo is just so (laughs) dang on different? (laughs) Uh, And the music. Yeah. Lord knows. (laughs) Because I mean, when I come up there, I got to listen to house. Okay, that's fine. But when you come down here, you got to listen to this go-go. No, go go
1: is just on the radio. We still try to figure out what the heck is it? Is it a person, place, or thing? <laughs> Cause I'm go 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 I'm going to the go go. I'm with the go go. It's like, wait a minute, what the hell is it? Is it a noun, a verb, adjective? I don't know. Cause you hear
0: it it's in it's,
1: a different context. it's a
0: culture. It's a culture. You know, you, you, you got to ah, get with it. Go, go. <laughs> like, are we
1: going somewhere? That's like when I went down south and they're like, yeah, I'm her. You what? I'm her. What? What the hell does that mean? Fitna. You mean you're about to? Yeah, fitna. Oh, God. Dude. Oh, boy. All right. Well, I guess I got to get re- used to that. Uh, whatever I'm supposed to be fitting. <laughs> I, mean, I might put clothes well, on well, or something. You know?
0: It depends. If you go a little bit further south, it, it, it's fixing. Yeah. So, you know, they say <laughs> use repair in a sentence. Well, I'm repairing to go to the lunchroom. You what? I'm fixing to go to the lunchroom. See? See yeah. how it works. But I will say, even though there's that, certain
1: spots that you can go to, you can get some hometown play uh flavor. Shout out to Inky's Uh, Down here which is authentic Philadelphia cheesesteak Cuisine and uh, I I was uh, there With uh, a family Member and I was saying yeah It's going to go one of two ways We're going to ask for a half and half But nine out of ten you May want to say Arnold Palmer because they're From the north so It's like (laughs) yeah let me get a large half And half you mean and this is where You realize that they've been dealing with southern people You mean Half sweet tea and half unsweetened tea? First of all, that's the oxymoron right there. Once you put the <laughs> sweet with the unsweet, it just became sweet by default. <laughs> I, then I'd be like, she's like, wait a minute, you mean Arnold Palmer? And I looked and I started giggling. I was like, yeah, Arnold Palmer. <laughs> but just the fact that, you know, they're like, well, we're in the South. What the hell do they mean by half and half? You know, anybody else, let me nice tea. But um, half sweet tea, half... Well, for anybody that's a diabetic, the way they sweeten tea down here, that's giving you a quarter of a shot
0: to uh, (laughs) not go into shock
1: by it being combined with unsweetened tea. Because I don't understand, you know, when we go to other places uh, for work and they have the tea on the table, we all from the southern belt look at it like, yeah, um, what the hell is this? Because who's going to taste it first? All right, I'll taste it. Like yeah, that's as unsweet as unsweet can be, and then you have like 18 sugar packets you need to be able to get it to the general consistency of McDonald's sweet tea. Yeah. By that point, you are so wired that when you leave the table, you're bouncing off the walls, and then five minutes later, you're in the bathroom because you got to pee. Yeah, pretty much. That's how it goes. Went the conference and- to be healthy and you know eat something good, and you mess around, left a diabetic.
0: <laughs> you know something? I, I think I it was maybe about three or four years ago. Whenever ESPN did the Arnold Palmer commercial, mm-hmm. I found out what I, I was like, what the hell is an Arnold Palmer? And I kept seeing the T's. I'm like, why is Arnold Palmer on the T? That, that's what it's called. I said it's a half yeah. and a half. <laughs> or certain carryouts you go into, you order instead of ordering a half and half. You order a triple mix, which is Fruit Punch, Sweet Ooh. Tea, and what Lemonade.
1: Hell? That is sacrilege. That's like, uh, I was at a, <laughs> uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, and I said, yeah, can I get an Arnold Palmer and or a half and half? He was like, what you want, half uh, uh pink lemonade and sweet tea? He's like, what the hell? What? Pink lemonade? What the hell? No! Man, if you'll get the hell out of here. Take lemonade—that doesn't even
0: Pick go together. Lemonade. Take and lemonade. Nah. Jesus. You, you know that's one of those times you gotta you gotta dig back in your bag of tricks. And if anybody remembers, uh, uh, Goodfellas, when when Paulie was sitting at the table, he, you gotta give him to Pauly. This guy, <laughs> I mean, this guy. <laughs> now I'm not gonna lie to you. Just I was just
1: curious. I drank it, but this is coming from body that would literally mix every soda, diet and non-diet, all at the same time, put some ice in it. And add a sugar packet and drink it. Uh, So (laughs) my my palate, my taste buds, and my stomach is ironclad, you know, with the exception of unsweet tea, because that's just an insult to my brain. You know, like, um, I'm trying to become a diabetic. So what the hell is this? I can't drink this. I can't get cheeky with this. Like, even coffee is like mud water uh, by the time I get, well, sweetened mud water. By the time I get done, because I just don't like to taste of coffee, but sorry, Starbucks. But yeah, I tried. I can't. I can't. It's just, yeah, it's not happening. <laughs> what well, oh. about going off on a, a, a beverage tangent? <laughs> I guess we might as well talk about the other tangent that's uh, lighting up the uh, social media world. And that is how much of a kayfabe uh, work was that Roman Reigns um, attack on Monday Night Raw, <laughs> and then how oh, ridiculously brutal was the Brock Lesnar attack on Seth Rollins. It's like oh my God, I had to pause the 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 video after I rewind it and just keep hitting the pause button so it moved frame by frame so I could see how in the heck does Seth Rollins safely take those uh chair f fives and I couldn't figure I mean. Is is he wasn't firmly planted? I mean, he took it off and and slid off. But th- just the the Newton's law, man. Those two forces came together and it hurt. I'm sorry, I I don't I don't understand. Now I figured he probably may have done uh, a blood capsule or something because he took off his wrist strap. So that's where the blood came from for the quote unquote eternal bleeding. If in, in my head,
0: because
1: mm. you know, if I was to you know Hollywood it. Let's just put it that way, then that's how it would make that effect happen. But still, oh, taking those chair fives, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, now, granted, you know, you could Hollywood it, but I mean, you would not need a blood calcium on to Hollywood it. I, I can, uh, I don't know if he's available, but I can, I can get you some blood made in about twenty minutes. It's easy. My my brother in law can mix that up. No oh, problem. Yeah, but
1: you know, <laughs> with with the level of match and moves that he was doing, it had to be something that could sustain a mat sustain the match to you can utilize later in a, a quick amount of time. So but then also huh? it's how do you walk up as a a producer and a writer's like, All right, so here's what's gonna happen. Brock gonna come down, right? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you know. He probably just going, you know, throw me into the wall. Yeah, I could, I'm cool with that. And then he's gonna f5 you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Onto the guard. I mean, not the guardrail, the the post. Oh, okay. Oh well, yeah, I guess that's not too bad. He's gonna suplex you on the floor. Yeah, that's about normal. Okay, okay. Yeah. Then he's gonna grab his chair, right? He's gonna hit you. Yeah, that's about normal. I could deal with that. Then he's gonna set the chair up and f5 you on the chair, huh? Then you go on he's gonna look around and sit down, then he's gonna F five you again. Wait a minute, twice? On a chair? Yeah, I mean, is it laying down? Like, no, no, it's sitting up. Oh, okay. Then he's gonna do it again. Oh.
0: <laughs>
1: but wait, then they're gonna put you on a stretcher. And then he's gonna snatch you out of the ambulance. You're gonna have to release yourself so that way he can hit you one more time. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Like, is that how that conversation went?
0: I think that's, that's how it what went. You
1: tell me. I'm f 5 doing a steel chair three times. I'm gonna have to raise my hand and be like, I- "I'm winning the belt, right?" I just want to make sure that I am winning this champ. Because if I'm taking this and I'm not winning the championship, um, I need some receipts. Like, I need to hit this fool with a zamboni. This is Brock Lesnar, so I need to run him over twice. You know, I gotta run over the first time, look back like up oh, I missed a spot and back up something. <laughs> Cause this is gonna hurt and ain't none of you fools taking this bump for me three times. Plus the suplexes and the suplex outside. And he hit me with the Rey Mysterio special F five me on to uh the post. Like, yeah, um, yeah, I need to get paid for this for real.
0: But he is gonna get paid. 'Cause he's gonna he's gonna win the championship. That's what I'm again. Saying.
1: Like it better be one of those situations. <laughs> Cause if Brock walks out, I'm like, Oh, Seth,
0: you took that ass with me for nothing. But guess what? I'ma say this. Brock has shut my damn mouth because he we've seen more of him in the last month or so on Raw than we have in his previous. Let's talk about ranks. that. Why? 'Cause Paul Heyman's in charge and he's retired from UFC. Yeah. I mean, granted, if that all if that's all it took, I think Paul Heyman should have been in charge from the get go. I just I I love Paul Heyman's style.
1: Smash mouth, in your face, new stories, new opportunities. I mean, it's it's that's a good challenge for somebody that like Eric Bischoff that's coming in to look at SmackDown Live to say, how are we gonna destroy Raw? His new 83 weeks is going to be Smackdown on Fox out uh, Nielsen rating um, Monday Night Raw on USA. Now we've got a brand Mm -hmm. uh, uh, station war. It's just not the traditional. We've got a war.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's going to be a beautiful one. And nobody's going to be disappointed. I agree.
1: I agree. Well. The only people that may have uh, some disappointed moments when these storylines are really going and they're telling what they want to tell is going to be AEW because they're going to have to fight real hard to come with. They still have to increase their roster size to make this happen the way it needs to be. If what I believe is going to be achieved is if they take the gloves off and say, hey, get it done. Yeah, AEW's got some serious work to do. They're going to have to pull that Ted Turner money. Like I'm, I'm, I'm talking about, um, uh, uh on, people from Ring of Honor being uh transported over. Not just the Japanese folks that people got to learn and get used to. We talk about Ring of Honor, TNA, you know, some some OG vet Ryback coming back uh, to wrestle, <clears> and, and <throat> everybody else is be like, I wouldn't mind wrestling. They need to stop bothering CM Punk. He, he's gonna do what he wants to do when he wants to do it. So if, if he says he wants to be involved in somewhere, then that's when he's going to be involved in somewhere. But uh, until that happens, stop worrying about Punk.
0: See, you just said something and a light bulb went off in my head. you talking about Ryback coming back. Imagine out of nowhere Bobby Lashley, uh, Braun Strowman doing their thing, beating the hell out of each other, and all of a sudden Ryback comes back. Going oh, on here? Spears like
1: WWE though, I'm talking about. No, he not. He, he's, he's not. He's running his mouth a little not. too much. Um, to go. Yeah, WWE. he's 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 probably yeah, yeah, banned. He's not banned,
0: but yeah, <laughs> he's probably close yeah, he's, to a ban. He's
1: been. I like, Hey CNN, I'll talk about what's going on in WWE. You know, I'll talk about the the health and wellness. Super like, yeah, you're not gonna be on our network anytime soon. Feed me, no, not at all. You'll be starving more. But <laughs> that's that's the best that's gonna be. But Yeah, um, they've got to do some stuff over there a little bit more and and grow their... Because they they have a good roster, they just need more. And I know it's a weekly show, but I think with the current amount of superstars they have, they'll run out of storylines quickly if those gloves are pulled off. And knowing Vince, he'll he'll be willing to step back a little bit and let them tell if the ratings are right. Because if USA is happy... That means everybody's cutting a check. That means more t-shirt sales, more opportunities, etc. And that gives him a little bit more focused time on Wrestlemania and who he's going to pay in these Saudi Arabia events, especially since, unfortunately, The Rock says he's retired uh, quietly, and he's not looking to do a run or anything ring-related for a match anytime or at all, outside of some mic work here or there. So...
0: Because <laughs> um, yeah. we've been hoping for. Uh, look, he doesn't even have to do anything in the ring. Just show yeah, up. Th- Wave to the people. I think, I mean, granted, I was very
1: critical about how he needed to come back and do some stuff sooner than later because we are the reasons why uh, he got to where he is. Because let's be honest Haku Mashente, that's all we got. And the CGI uh, spider, th- I mean, a uh, 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 scorpion thing, that's all we got. <laughs> when I say we, we're talking about, you know, they were like, oh, yeah, nobody's really gonna see it, you know, care. Okay, we'll advertise with WWE, and the nation went crazy going to see uh, Scorpion King. Crazy. They're like, holy shit, these wrestling fans actually watch this stuff. They paid attention to the advertisement. The Rock is what? Yes, let's go ahead and get him in everything now. And we keep going we kept going. Yeah. And we kept going. So he we went to see Moana. <laughs> we went to see San Andreas. Hobbs and Shaw. I don't even know what the hell happened in Fast and Furious. I'm probably going to see Hobbs and Shaw just to see,
0: just to
1: see Black Superman. Seeing you know, it. So yeah. we go out and support our wrestling family. We even went to see the Chaparral which actually was a good movie. Good job, Triple H. I'm the chaperone. But (laughs) (laughs) we go and see. So I think it's still, the the, the debt hasn't been repaid for the level of success that he's garnered based off of us going to see. Because if he was just, you know, mixed nationality Dwayne Johnson, and he's an actor, well, okay, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, he's nice and bulky and stuff. Okay, maybe I'll see the movie. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll wait for it to come on VHS or come on cable. Maybe I won't. Whatever. We'll get around to it. But hold on, the rocks and something. Oh, snap. He about to whip on. Exactly. Woo! You know, the women went out in droves, period. So that means men that don't watch wrestling went to see it. So I think he needs to come back and do a solid year run.
0: But think about this. His first official movie Was in 2001 We're not going to count 99 Beyond the Matt But in 2001 Everybody went to see Mummy Returns Then you went to see The Scorpion King Rundown, Walk and Toll Be cool I know everybody which went to great. see I love that movie uh, Doom Which he got killed in Everybody went to see it Reno 911, Miami Got killed in early. Everybody <laughs> yep. went and seen it. Uh, the game plan, which was a Disney Great movie, movie. You, you know, you I cried that one man. <sighs> it it, it, it was beautiful. Cried. Don't lie, to I cried.
1: I was like, man, it's so special. This is so awesome."
0: Then he comes with. I mean, I'm skipping over a few movies here, but he was in. Why did I get married? Two at the mm-hmm. end, and I'm like, okay. This is going to go somewhere. Give me another one. No. Uh, He died in the other guys. Of course, you got the Fast and the Furious. You got G.I. Joe, Pain and Gain, Uh, Hercules, and a lot of people didn't like Hercules. Don't know why. It wasn't the best, but... Then you got Jumanji. Did you see the first Jumanji? Then you got another one coming And a video game And a video game mm-hmm. uh, He was the executive producer of Shazam Which he was actually supposed to be in well, Shazam they, they, I think they're a
1: legend of that on the uh, the After movie or after credit pop They uh, were wondering where the last seat was And there could only be one other person To sit in that seat
0: That's Black Adam That's what it, that. That's the only reason why I didn't go see Shazam because uh I, I didn't get what I was supposed he was say it was all talked about, okay, the rock's gonna be black Adam. That's all I needed right there. All right, I'm in there. Soon as they said he wasn't gonna be Black Adam, I'm not going to see it. Thank you very much. So but skyscraper, fighting with my family. I mean this dude, whatever he touches is a mm-hmm. success. And Hobbs and Shaw went to see that Thursday night, absolutely amazing. Almost got myself put out of the movie theater because of uh, just the fight scene and all that. I knew it was going to happen, but I thought I said it low, but apparently I said it very, very loud. I let a nice, loud -ah!" out in just very, very loud. So everybody's turning around looking. I'm like, what? But I had a point and I lost my point. <laughs> oh, his wife is the exact. Oh, I'm sorry, his former wife is the executive producer of Hobbs mm-hmm. and Shaw. It's a family So So all affair. they do is get money.
1: It's a family affair. But again, with so, all of that, wrestling fans and most of them are women um, are going to see these movies.
0: So, it's safe to say that wrestling fans built him into a box office darling. The most
1: electrifying man that got all these awards and, and lifetime achievements and, and icons and everything got that going else. Yes. So, we need a year. Dwayne, The Rock Johnson. Don't forget. I didn't forget about Pi. I still got the CD. It's tough to be The Rock. Oh, yes. <laughs> It doesn't matter. I think we need a year. That would be a good way but to bring daughter over when she uh, you know, gets called up to NXT or whatever. Y'all could be uh, mixed tags. All this stuff that's going on. But I wouldn't mind seeing The Rock as a 24-7 champion. That's an easy way to slide them in. Mm-hmm. It have to be anything. I mean, that would just be awesome right there. But uh, a solid year. Of the Rock, just one more time—not one more match. Everybody had like one more match. One no, one more year. Cut the check, Vince. Whatever I mean, hell, Fox would pay the money to have him on SmackDown for a year. Whatever, how much you need? Yeah, for yeah, we got you,
0: dog. Here's when you start. Once a month, and, and that's all you got. to Show up. That's it. That's it. Twelve times a year, once a month just to show face even as uh, dare I say it special guest commissioner of Smackdown no he needs to be a performer man stop trying to give him the easy out Cause he, but see the performer part will come because if he's special commissioner he has to relinquish the commissioner uh, the role because he was challenged by uh, throw a name out there give me a name give me a good name give me somebody good 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 mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan. Okay, he's challenged by Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, you know, kind of sort of how he went back and forth with the New Day. And what did he call a New Day? What? Fresh afternoon. Mm. What was it? Was it Fresh Afternoon? Something like that, yeah. Something like that. But it provoked the New Day. It provoked Kofi. See what I'm saying? He does that with The Rock. And, of course, you got Daniel Bryan on one side, The Rock, and his epic mic skills on the other. And But Daniel Bryan gets the best. Nobody ever's has gotten the best of The Rock before. But Daniel Bryan gets the best of them. Then all of a sudden, he says, you know what? The hell with this commissionership. Take it back. I'm going to kick your candy ass. Boom. There it is. Performer. I can see that.
1: Plus, you got Rowan in there as well.
0: Yeah, and you know, just because Rowan, it's all about family, and then you start building, and it builds it up because you got him, you got Nia, you got Roman, and you have Tamina, and there's your, and then it could go to kind of sort of a mixed tag, but. You got two women, two men versus two women, two men. It just works. And then the X Factor to put his daughter over. It all accumulates cum- at a pay-per-view in month 11. You know, it's, it builds up slow to see, you know, test the waters. Then it builds up. It, it, it explodes at a pay-per-view. And just when Daniel Bryan thinks he has everything where he wants it to be, young Simone Johnson. Comes and saves the day for her dad and her cousins. Boom. Bye blow, Ship it.
1: <laughs> and last but not least on everything we're shipping, can't wait to see on August 12th straight up with Steve Austin. Um, just stone cold being stone cold with people and cameras uh, is going to be exciting. Hell, I even, uh, even though I enjoy watching a shout out to Rob Briggle, uh, watch shark week all week. And uh, watch um, Their live uh, talk show And Stone Cold was the guest on Thursday And it was hilarious So uh, it, You know just, just to see what's Going to come with that and then extra Big 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 show 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 Shout out to the big show for his Netflix uh, series that's coming out The big show show uh, I don't know if you got a chance to watch uh, The rebuilding of big show on WWE Network, but it was really good. Uh, Big Show is arguably one of the the best, nicest dudes ever that would do anything to help anybody if he could, man. And and it's awesome to see that he's getting opportunities uh, to to grow his brand outside of just the WWE. So congrats uh, to the Big Show. Hopefully uh, he'll be at conference. I'd love to uh, actually tell him that in person, but. You know, that's some some good news uh, from where we started the show. Uh, to have some great opportunities going forward for some
0: superstars, most definitely. And I mean, you talk about the big show. I don't. I don't. Let Let me jump back to Stone Cold before I go to the big show. I don't care if Stone Cold sat on TV and read the phone book. I'd probably watch mm-hmm. it. I don't know. It's something. It's something about Steve Austin that when he speaks, it, it don't have to be stories from the road. It's just him being him. Uh, it was a video floating around on Facebook with uh he was drinking different uh drinks. You know, he's a beer fella, but he was drinking uh, like Sex on the Beach and Cosmopolitan and things like that. He was drinking these things. He was like, well. Yeah, I don't like this Is a fruit. It, it was just great. But you sat, it, it it held you in check where you didn't want to watch anything yep. else. It was that damn good. So I don't care what Steve Austin does. If he decides to read the phone book or, you know, say, you know what? I'm going to tell a story about so-and-so every week. You know, it's a different story about a different wrestler. He's going to take two hours to tell it. I don't think I would move for two hours. Yep, and bring back the Stone He's He sat
1: Yeah, On the yes. WWE Network, at least that is. Why not? Bring it back. There's plenty of people that he could uh, interview now that's there. Hell, I wouldn't mind seeing him interview uh, Eric Bischoff and um, Paul Heyman.
0: Have that yeah. be that.
1: And bring back Talking Smack. Hopefully that happens too.
0: And speaking of which, uh, I seen on, uh, I think it was, Instagram page. He sat down with uh, Hogan last week, earlier this week, last week. It was right after the Raw Reunion. They sat down and did a uh, podcast mm. together. So I gotta go find that and check yeah. that out because it's something when you get, you know, your, your favorite wrestlers all in one room, or just you know, one at a time in a room, and they talk about what it used to be like. You know, it wasn't private jets. I mean, unless you were a full horseman. It wasn't about limousine riding and private jets and stuff like that because that's and that's one thing about Ric Flair. He said, "Oh yeah, we didn't talk about the life. That's the life we live." And most people don't believe it. And they don't know that, but that's the life they live because they were the four horsemen. But everybody else talk about piling into a car with different wrestlers, and you know, you traveling to the next mm-hmm. city checking in. I I think it was uh, Bret Hart, King Kong, Bundy, and somebody else all in one car. That's some good shocks. Yeah, (laughs) Bundy was no small dude. No, he wasn't. But, yeah. So, anything that Steve Austin does, I'm I'm all for it. As far as the big show goes, geez. The world's largest athlete. The only man that I know that was seven foot, five hundred pounds, and could execute a perfect drop mm-hmm. kick. Still <sighs> would like to see
1: show versus Shaq. I think that's something we were robbed of. Yeah. We we still you know need that. We need Superman to come back.
0: You know something? That right there, and I know this idea is gonna be stolen, so I don't even care. Show and chat on a podcast. Yeah, you could even get it. you get him a TV show because I mean, both of them are characters. Mm-hmm. They 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 don't they they cut up, but when it's time to get down to business, they're gonna get down to the business of it. But they are gonna cut up on a show. Oh together. yeah,
1: that that would be uh, you know something. Who knows? Um,
0: they got Netflix money. That could, yeah, that could and be. uh the People's Choice Don Rodriguez, myself, the big guy KG are available to be producers if you need content, uh, you know, anything you need, scripts, ideas. We're yeah, available, I mean, you know, we're not doing anything
1: that will prevent us from uh, being uh, in a televised place so that way we can air this podcast for the masses on the WWE network. I mean, you know, yeah, there's nothing blocking me from doing that. Like, oh, I had to quit my job. You mean I had a job? <laughs> <laughs> I thought. Like, shh. like, weren't you just working at No, I left that six months ago, <laughs> in preparation for now. So, yeah, my family always knew. Like, hey, if I ever got that call, an opportunity, you know, I'm out right. Like, yeah, 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 no, out, out, like O U T. We like uh, Looney Tunes where you just see and the smoke imprint of my body <laughs> is still there, and they talking to me.
0: Like,
1: man, I'm- y'all still talking to that man? That's just smoke. I've been gone for 12 months mm. Oh man So uh, I guess smoke We might as well start uh, pew, Getting ourselves out of here <laughs> So go ahead and uh, tell the good people As always where they can hear The WrestleManiacs uh, Courtesy of L. Sideline Junkies
0: You can hear us Right here on Anchor FM You can hear us on cast box. Uh, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, I'm sorry, it's not iTunes, it's Apple Podcasts, you can hear us on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast, Pod, Podchaser, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Player FM, and TuneIn. It's 16 platforms, no excuse, no excuse to not listen to the Sideline Junkies. Then, of course, you got the social media. You have Sideline Junkies on Instagram and Twitter. Sideline Junkies colon podcast on Facebook. And then, of course, SidelineJunkies.com will be updated shortly. Haven't had time, been working. So, we're all kind of sort of on special assignment during the week when we're not podcasting, so things kind of get lost in the shuffle, but Things are starting to thin out a little bit It's going to happen We'll be updated within the next 12 hours I promise you that
1: And also You can find us out in Washington D.C. In our individual Cool looking cells, Battling out in the division You can uh, try to beat uh, KG And the crew on Madden Because Madden 20 is hot fire I'm not saying any names I'm just saying that Trying to take a break from all the uh, unpaid advertisement for the greatest rapper of all time, all five of them, and soon to be, as we just became aware of on Friday, you dag on shore will see us on WWE 2K20 doing something. I don't know. Who knows? Whatever the hell's happening on 2K20,
0: we'll find out on and Monday. And then once. <laughs> once. And, oh, matter of fact, they're announcing uh the date for um NBA 2K2 on Monday, August fifth. Or you mean NBA Live? Is that what you heard? No, I meant two, 2K. 2K's I meant 2K, 2K, man, we already there for that. Yeah, yeah, but they said something. They got an announcement on August fifth. Oh, really? So
1: it must be a little bit more 2K. They must be showing some
0: gameplay. Uh, I need to see that because uh, I need I need their my player mode to. To really rock this year, cut that daggone uh, uh 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 that point system that you can go to the store and buy. Man, gotta start working hard. You want to be the best player that's in the league, man. work hard. Well, you could take it
1: out of wrestling, but I can guarantee you, it's not coming out of two K. That's a billion dollar industry right there, man. I just I, I can't, man. Oh, I they, can't. Yeah, well, you may not be able to, but in billions, they like, yeah, that's in VC is for life.
0: Get you know what? Not allowed in my house. <laughs> I, I can't. I, I I'm old school, man. When you made a player, you used to turn the 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 the, the 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 sliders all the way up to ninety nine and be, you know, go. But that wasn't realistic. You you adjusted the sliders to what you could do or what they could do, and you left it at that. But then you get a my player where you can't control the sliders. And you actually have to earn the points. People go out and buy it. That's the same thing as turning the sliders all the way up to 99 and going to play the game. <sighs> I lobby for this every week. I need to get off this soapbox.
1: Yeah, a, it's a lost cause, unfortunately. <laughs> I hate to be the bearer of bad news on that one.
0: Bearer of bad news. That's all right. If won't nobody else play right, man, I'm going to play right.
1: Yep. I know we try not to be uh, political, but you know, definitely uh, – uh, our hearts and prayers are with uh, folks, uh, the folks la- of the the latest active shooter situation in El Paso, Texas. Uh this mess just it just needs to stop. And and that, that's, yeah. you know, the most important thing from there, I mean, you know, we got uh the Baltimore ceasefire uh going on today. Oh, was it? Yeah, I think it was today. Um you know, trying to stop some of the, the the senseless violence in Baltimore, but we just need to end that all across the board. I mean, active shooters should not be something that we should be preparing for in elementary schools, at work that are not, you know, prisons or you know something where there's a riot could break out. You know, you're just at McDonald's or Walmart. Uh, we shouldn't be focusing right. on that, or even worrying about people licking your ice cream and peeing on your potatoes. I mean, things are just getting really, really out of hand with just the the, the, the state of people's minds, and I don't know what's causing. disconnect for people to to come up with these ideas to to execute these things but yeah it it, it doesn't need to be um at all so just wanted to put it out there that uh our hearts and prayers are uh, out with those folks before we head off and and you know please reach out and you know help if you can with the red cross and and anything you know that, that you can do to show support and uh love as these folks deal with the tragedy.
0: It didn't have to be. Yes, indeed. Uh, I got no more words. Just thoughts and prayers. And that's it
1: from KG. All right. So uh, until uh, next week, which will be dun, dun, dun. the Summer Slam Pink Spectacular. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, jeez I got to redeem myself. So let's go.
1: Because uh, we know every time uh, I get on a podcast, I don't know if you hear it on your end, but I'm listening to right now. He's the best around. But going to have a kick from down. I'm like, dang, they just keep playing that. Oh, it's probably because I totally, uh, you know, killed it the last time when I made picks. So I'm not denying it. I'm just listening to it in my earpiece because I am the best around. <laughs>
0: Okay, I, I, I'll, I'll let you shine in your light for a little bit longer. Okay, I appreciate that. All right, <laughs> we are the WrestleManiacs, sideline junkies. Thank you for joining us this Saturday, but we out of here. Ouch. You are now about to witness wrestling knowledge at its finest. Sideline Junkies proudly presents the People's Choice, Don Rodriguez, the big guy, KG. They are the WrestleManiacs. This has been another Sideline Junkies production, sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show idea, you can always email the fellas, sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. Junkies out.